Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome along to the latest episode of The Laura and Becky Show. So most of you know the story by now, but for those of you who don't, let me tell you. We were on the radio together. We got the sack. So what do we do? We took off to Mallorca, had a few drunken days out there and thought, you know what? We are going to start a podcast and here we are. Here we are. We are sponsored by Prince Family Law Solicitors, Red Brick Estate Agents. We're in collaboration with East Midlands Airport. And today we're out and about again. I feel like we're out and about a lot at the moment. I feel like this week in particular, We've been out and about nearly every day of the pod. Yeah. I'm exhausted. <laughs> Are you? God, it's Friday. I'm shattered. Also, last um, episode of season 12 yes. today as well. This season, we say this Explain every season. By. It's gone very quick this season. There are eyes on us at the moment, which I'm, I'm more than, there's lots of pairs of eyes staring at us. I know, we're not it's used quite to intimidating. This. We're in a boardroom. I know. But there is quality street and water. <laughs> we're, okay. not, we're not used to having so many eyes on us, though, are we? Obviously, normally we're in the studio by ourselves, but today... We've been let loose. Yeah, so it is the last episode of season 12, and we thought we'd end it at our sponsors. So we are at the Chesterfield offices. Whoop, whoop, to Chesterfield. Whoa. There we go. <laughs> uh, Prince Family Law Solicitors. I just want to say, first of all, we've been to the wrong office. Well, this was slightly <laughs> awkward, wasn't it? I mean, we're not going to say whose office it was, but we basically parked up. We got our little suitcase with all of our equipment in, and uh, we walked down to this office. We were, like, knocking on the door, ringing the bell, then a guy, because there's like different offices in this building. Then a guy came along and we were like, can you just let us in? Because we're here, we're here for <laughs> these guys. So he wouldn't let us in, first no. of all. I'm not quite sure why. Maybe we looked slightly dodgy. Um, but thank goodness he didn't, because we would have gone upstairs if he'd <laughs> let know. us in and set up in the, the wrong, wrong law place. firm. Yeah. How embarrassing. Anyway, we're here now. <laughs> Nat, thank you very much for coming to find us. We are, in, we are in the right place, aren't yeah. we? <laughs> <laughs> just to double check. We definitely are. We definitely are. Um, so. Um, we've got one, two, three, four, five. Are you all solicitors? <laughs> I feel a bit intimidated. Look, stare at us. Are you all solicitors slash lawyers slash trainees? You can grab the mic if you want. They all look terrified of the mic. Grab the mic. There we 
There we go. Grabbing the mic. Here yes. We are. Solicitors, trainees, nice mixed bag. Right, okay. Well, we had to ask um, Lisa. We had Lisa in this week, wasn't it? Last week. This week, last week. This week. A few days ago. <laughs> <laughs> and we were chatting to her and we asked her the question, didn't we? What is the difference between a lawyer and a solicitor? Because yeah. we had no clue. And I think a lot of people are the same. You just, you don't know what the difference is. We were a bit scared to ask. We thought it was a stupid question. Yeah. But she did, she did say it wasn't a stupid question. Do you think that's right? They're like, it's a stupid question. <laughs> Everyone's gone very quiet. Yeah, right. You pick up that. Yeah, you keep that mic. She's, she's popped it she's down. Look, put it down. Here we go. I feel like we should start with you because you're kind of like at the head, top, of the head of the table. Head of the table. On the top table. Right. So what? What's your name? What's your name? And where'd you come from? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Sarah Woodward, director here with uh, David Prince and Lisa O'Connor. I uh, started the firm with David initially. It's a, a big national law firm based in Sheffield, and we took the plunge 18 years ago to uh, leave there and set up here, which was a huge risk. Um, it's really paid off. We've really built up the firm together and with everyone else. Lisa then joined us, and then we've expanded the team, and uh, we're now over two sites. So it's been a great achievement. Well but worth the risk. Just Sorry, you are Sarah. We've, we've heard yes. about Sarah, haven't we? It's all... Coming Ooh. together now, yeah. Yes. Really? Your name's been banded about. Do you like a pale rosé, Sarah? <laughs> do, you, do you like a pale rosé? I do. Yeah, and I think. I have mm. to say, my absolute favourite is a nice glass of whispering angel. And <gasps> um, what kind of got you into um, law? And initially, was in working in commercial in more of an administrative role, really, initially. Um, and thought, actually, I think I'd like to move up the ranks a bit. I'd like to do something different. So commercial law wasn't for me because I'm very much a people-type person. So thought, well, what about family law? So I decided to do in-house trainee via the chartered legal exec route and uh, then moved from commercial into uh, family law. So day-to-day -day then... Yeah. And no two days the same. Is it just one of those jobs where you go turn up in the morning and think, what's going to come at me today? Definitely. Yeah, is that what you and like? It, it, and the other thing is, you always think you've heard it all. You think, oh. actually, <laughs> that's some story. That takes some beating. But believe you me, someone always beats it. We, we do like a good law programme, like Ali McBeal. Um, what's that one that I... The Split, which was on oh, yeah. BBC. That was like a family law firm, wasn't it? Um, is it like that? Because this, this is what people like us imagine it to be like, that you're all walking around in your power suits with your red lippy on, you know, just poom, 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 left, right and centre. <laughs> is that what it's like? It's nothing like that, I have to say. The, uh, the, the key difference is we don't all work on one case, which you tend to find in such as Ali McBeal. They were all working on the one case. Uh, so, yeah, we're all very busy doing our own individual uh, cases. Um, but, uh, yeah, there, there's some fun elements to it as well, but it's not quite the, uh, the, the, the glamour of the legal dramas. Oh, that, uh, damn. We, we won't become lawyers then, Law. Yeah. yeah, we'll leave it to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> right, should we meet someone else from the table who wants to yes. go next? Here, oh, here we go. 
Hello. What's your name? <laughs> I'm Rachel Barlow. Ra Rachel. And what do you do here, Rachel? So I'm a Chartered Legal Executive, same as Sarah. Yeah. I'm Sarah for how many years? Do we want to admit that? Probably 25. 1990s, I would wow. say. Oh, okay. So wow. I've been here about a year. Yeah. Um, but as I said, known Sarah for a long time on a professional level. We've had, we've buttered heads a lot on cases, haven't we? Have you? Over the years. <gasps> Um, and do you always keep it in the, the courtroom <laughs> or do you take it home? <laughs> <laughs> You've got to keep it in the courtroom, yeah. haven't you? Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, we've known each other for a very long time. Okay. And came here about a year ago. How, how long have, sorry, how long have you been? So I've been doing my job for about 26 years, 25, wow. 26 years. Is there one case that sticks out? You don't have to say what it is, but is there one where you're like, Phew. Yes. Yeah, there are quite a few cases where I've, I've that stick in my mind definitely yeah quite a few cases in the early days that I would say disturb you and cause you to wake up in the middle of the night mm -hmm. probably and and they're ones that I remember but I wish I'd counted the amount of cases that I've done over the years I don't know about you Sarah but it's thousands isn't it oh, yeah. yeah see I was going to ask that because I guess with the sort of things you're dealing with it's not always the kind of thing that you can switch off and just go oh right 5 30 off to eat my pork chops tonight it's I guess it is still on your mind isn't it like you say it wakes you up in the night and you're thinking about it so how do you switch off well you don't always switch off and because it's such a personal job that you do I think the clients that you come into contact with and people's circumstances there's a lot of empathy that you've got there as well mm. isn't there yeah, so of you know we're all human beings and I think for a lot of clients they just like the experience that they can offload, get things off the chest. You might not always give them predominantly legal advice. It might be that you have a chat with them about other issues as well. So sometimes you're a bit of a therapist. Mm, yeah. Um, but, you know, just knowing that you're getting clients through that difficult period is yeah. rewarding. Yeah. So, yeah, we never, have the, we never have the same thing every day. Yeah. We were talking to Lisa about that, weren't we? We were talking about initially when someone first comes to speak to you, they're probably upset confused scared worried all the things and I guess initially what they want to do is just chat to you on like a a, a, a human level yeah. and to see if you know what happens because yeah. like you said you are almost like the first part a bit of a therapist mm. yeah you know absolutely. you calm people down hopefully help people kind mm. of think okay this isn't going to be bad if you're representing them and often just spending that first hour with them yeah you, you can you can visibly see that a weight's off the chest when they're walking out the door. Yeah. The two girls that we had in um, on the pod, so we had two lovely ladies, they're listeners to the podcast, and they'd message in saying they wanted to come on and talk about their divorces. So it was lovely Charlotte and lovely Sammy, both great stories. If you haven't listened to it, you need to listen to it because it's so, so good. Um, and they were saying the same thing, that it's so important to get someone who you really trust and you know is fighting your corner as well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They also explained that obviously they were, their divorces were quite a while ago. I think like 10 years plus. Yeah. But when they look back at their divorce, it's a complete blur. They like, they can't quite remember like they, they know it was bad, but they can't quite remember what happened. But the point is you do get through it, don't you? You, you do get through it. And I say to a lot of clients, it's like a grieving process. Mm. Where I think in some respects you're grieving for someone who's still there. So I think sometimes it's even harder to deal with. But they definitely get through it. And I see people coming through the other side. You know, I've got people who, we, we've got such a rapport that we still meet for coffee, even though the divorce has finished five, six, seven That's years nice. ago. That's nice. And it is nice because I can see what a good place they're in now. Mm. 
Yeah, I think it probably is. It's like one of the biggest things a person will ever deal with, isn't it, in their life? But like you said, the time you think you're never going to get through it, you think, oh, I'm never going to be the same person again. My life's not going to look the same. But you you do come through it. You do, you do. Should we move on to someone else? Yes. Who's it going to go to? One of the to? lads. Here we go. You've been staying very quiet over there. <laughs> what's what's your name? I, I'm Robert Gallon. I'm a solicitor here. I have been here for the last two years. It's actually my work anniversary this week. Yeah. Perhaps we should get that pink prosecco out. <laughs> <laughs> Any excuse? Um, so yeah, I I previously worked in Scotland for um, I think I was in Scotland for six years post qualification before doing the transfer course to come down work in England. Uh, so I've been here now for two years. Got a lovely voice. <laughs> 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 I said you've got a lovely voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah like How are you it. finding it down um, this neck of the woods yeah. then? How are you finding? Che- do you live in Chesterfield around I, here? I live in Derbyshire, so just uh, south of Chesterfield. Like it? <laughs> He's not divulging exactly <laughs> where he lives. <laughs> it, there's no real difference to to Scotland. Just the accents are slightly different. <laughs> interesting. Really? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. We'll, we'll take that. Yeah. Um, so. How did you end up doing the job you were doing? Was it something you always wanted to do? Um, I think I've always been quite argumentative. I've always <laughs> been quite opinionated. Um, I've always wanted to do something uh, law-related. Actually, both my parents are lawyers. Um, oh. So I always wanted to go into law. I ended up in family law essentially just because that's what the, the majority of my caseload was um, when I was practising. Um, initially, I was with general practice firms, so it, it was a range of different uh, cases, some criminal law, some civil law, some family law, uh, and family law was the, the area of law which I enjoyed most. I felt it was most rewarding, and it was the, the majority of my caseload, um, so it made sense to me when I moved down to England to, to try and work in a family law firm. When you meet your family, like Christmas time... Have you got any siblings? Are they lawyers? Are I've got one brother who couldn't be any further from the <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, right. so what, oh, God. So what does he do out of interest? He's not a burglar, <laughs> is he? <laughs> a thief. He's currently in Germany teaching English. Well, okay, right. So when you meet up, does he go, can you stop talking about court, please? Um, he did that, I think, for pretty much his entire secondary school. <laughs> <laughs> He then went to university to study law. He um, went to study law as well. He did a law degree before he did. No way. No way. <laughs> love it. And do you love your job? Is it if you weren't a lawyer, what else would you be? What would be the second thing? So interesting, this. I that I don't really know how to answer because I think it's one of these things which I don't think I could change career particularly easily now. Yeah. Um, but if I had my life over again. Um, I perhaps would have made different choices at an earlier age. Okay. But Interesting. I don't know what route I would have ended up in. Right. Okay. Well, thank you. Should we, should we pass the mic on? <laughs> so this is Nat. So we know Nat because Nat came... He came to find us. us. Yeah, when we couldn't, couldn't find, find the offices, he was like, "I'm in a blue striped shirt, girls." Yeah. And then I, and then I, and I called you Matt, and you were like, "It's Nat." I was like, "This is a great start to the day." <laughs> so, what do you do here? Uh, I'm a trainee solicitor here. Um, actually, I did my law degree in Leeds, uh, and I actually came home in COVID, happily. Uh, dreaded, dreaded COVID that we don't mention. Um, okay. And I managed to land a, landed on my feet actually, and got a job here working as a paralegal. And then they've been really nice and given me a training contract <laughs> so generously. 
What's a paralegal? Yeah, I know. Well, we, do you know what? So we have uh, been told this, <laughs> yeah. but I can't it's remember. It's essentially doing clerical work and stuff like that. It's, it's similar to a secret- secretary. Okay. Right. Could we be paralegals? Uh, no. I can answer that for <laughs> you. Probably not. No. <laughs> we can't even okay. find the building, Becky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or get his name right. Um, <laughs> so again, same kind of questions, really. Was it what you always wanted to do? I don't. I've, I don't know. I've I've always been good at English, and I know I wanted to go to university, but um, I just knew I needed to go to university to do a to do a law degree or to do a degree that was going to end up in a job. I should say. Um, so yeah, I just picked law because it kind of undone my feet at the end of it. Okay, so probably another really stupid question. <laughs> I'm so sorry. For Keep them coming. But I think this is what people want to know. Mm. So, um, <coughs> have you been in court and kind of represented someone yet? I've been in court a number of times. Uh, I haven't represented someone on my own yet, no. Right. But so is that so the next step? Yeah. As, as a trainee, I'll typically sit behind people, okay. do a lot of drafting the documents and background work, but not actually go into court. When does that happen, though, the next When I qualify, bit. yeah. Right, yeah. got it. So when you first do that, do you think you'll be like, come on then, or you'll be a bit little nervous? Like, I think how a mixture of both. Feel? I think nervous and excitement. I mean, I, it's, it's stupid to say I've been doing this job three and a half years now, and I've been going to court the whole time, so I feel like I've... Yes. Do enough to know what I'm doing, but I just think nerves are always going to get you no matter what you do. Nerves doing, are so. good for you, though, I guess. Yeah, oh adrenaline. Yeah, yeah. Is it a bit like, um, and you guys can probably answer this as well, like going into the boxing ring <laughs> when you're going into court? You're sort of like, whoo, 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 right, here we go. You have to psych yeah. yourself up a little bit. Yeah. 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 Let's get the mic on. Yeah, we Let's can't hear you unless the mic's there, guys. There we go. Yeah, you can. <laughs> if you put the mic right up to your mouth. So, so okay, so the f- do you remember the first time? The very first time I was in court, I can remember. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah. You can. It was an awful experience. Why? In fact, just quickly before that, how did you psych yourself up, though, before going in? 
it was more just trying to prepare for it. So it was yeah. trying to read the documents, trying to make sure that you understood what was going to be said, what questions you were likely to be asked um, in court. And then, of course, you get to court and you get asked completely different questions, which <laughs> you're not actually prepared for. Because when I first qualified and was in court, I had first appeared in front of sheriffs who like to do... Sheriffs? Hang on. Scottish, Scottish judge. Oh, I was okay. going to say, are we in America? Yeah! He's there with his sheriff's badge on, <laughs> on a horse and a cowboy hat. <laughs> right, okay. But, but they knew who was newly qualified and they liked to try and test you. Um, I bet. So it was a bit of a baptism by fire, um, first appearance in court. But Can you uh, go into any more detail than that? <laughs> um, basically in front of everyone you would get told that that wasn't the way to do it. And that God. they wanted you to present it in a certain way. So they tear you apart a little bit to make you, I guess, to put you on edge a bit, right? I think it was supposed to be constructive. Um, but it was, yes, it, it just made you realise how much you had to learn and how much you still had to put in the effort and know yeah. your things before you actually got to court. I oh. guess as well, though, that the, uh, each time, <laughs> he's, he's giving it to Nat, Nat, you're back on. Oh, sh should we move? Well, has anyone else got a good first court story? Because this is fascinating, like the first time you went into court. <laughs> no? Anyone else? No? Okay. Yeah, yeah. We haven't heard from you yet. Okay. What's your name? My name's Clea. That's a nice name, by the way, isn't it? Clea knows a lot about Cleantha. I thought oh. you were going to say Cleopatra. No, Cleantha. Yeah. I've name. never heard that name before. No, that is a lovely name. And uh, Cleo knows a lot about Quality Street. We <laughs> 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 found out already. So you were saying you're in court this week, next so week? I've been in court for the first time on Tuesday. Um, obviously, I'm not representing anyone because I'm a trainee. I've literally started working here on the 1st of September, so I'm not qualified or anything yet. Um, but yeah, it was a surreal experience, to be honest, because um, it was a child case, so it's a very very different feeling to then go to an fdr so a financial the next day so it was uh very it was really surreal wasn't it like it is to, at first did you love it though you're like yep this is where i'm meant to be yeah 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 i literally oh. i think i say to you most weeks like even though it's so busy and it can be stressful I'm, every week i'm like i absolutely love it like that's I look forward to coming to work and like doing the job so that's so good and yeah. what made you want to get into it um just a personal experience that I had made me want to be, like go into law. But I'm not going to go into detail about it. Yeah, that's it's not fine. very podcast friendly. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's interesting, though, I isn't guess it? This is a job that you you have to love. This job, right? Surely you have to love this job to do it because it's not an easy job, is it? I mean, no. <laughs> it takes a certain type of person, I think. Um, but I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna ask a really silly question now. <laughs> but I think again, this is what people want to know. Right, so when people think of like lawyers, they think of like Ali McBeal and power dressing and yeah. things. Is there a certain shop <laughs> that you think they do good, that does good clothes for court? Good lawyer clothes. Where do you go to <laughs> shop? For Sarah, it's definitely Michael Kors. Okay. <laughs> Sarah, let's have you one. Come on Not then. Not so much for court, but one of um, my, uh, the, the barristers that I instruct, who is also uh, someone I can speak to on a personal level, she gave me a tip about a place that was called is is called the Fold, uh, and it's an online place. And the <laughs> clothes for court are 
beautiful. Oh, the really fold. Really nice. And I must admit, I am very much a person that has to feel the part. Yes, so dress for the part. So when I'm wearing the fold, right. particularly with the Gucci boots in winter, oh. I oh, feel like I'm halfway towards yes. winning. You've got to psychologically, yeah. that is true. It's so true. That's it why I is. asked the question. I'm, I'm glad the fold exists. Also, well, do you know what the fold sounds, sounds like, like? A legal a program, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> the fold on BBC One totally. <laughs> tonight, nine pm. <laughs> but it's certainly more difficult now to find really nice formal clothes, mm. particularly since COVID. Yes, because. There's just not the same professional dress. Yeah, and people are working from home anymore. Yeah. So you used to be able to get tailored suits in any number of places and high streets. Virtually impossible yeah. now. Yeah. Um, talking. I know someone said we don't mention COVID, but just want to quickly say when obviously COVID was happening, did you do court via TV? Via yes, Zoom. CVP, right. cloud so video platform. Will you fold from waist upwards and then had your pyjama bottoms on? <laughs> well, actually, I can tell you a funny story. I, I would it's never have had, I would have never been able to trust that. So I always had to have just in the case full attire because someone <laughs> in, in this office who will remain nameless, this is what we like, you guys know of. Um, did do that mm -hmm. and it was a red hot summer's day it was last year and she got the screen up and realised that um, <laughs> the sun was on the screen so she got up to close the blind in the kitchen wearing shorts oh no with a formal <laughs> top attire oh, and no. didn't realise the, the hearing had started Oh, no. Oh, that is genius, though, isn't it? <laughs> genius. But I'm sure there's been lots of stories oh, like that. Oh, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. There was a newsreader once that did it, but there was a mirror in the background, and he just had pants on. Oh. <laughs> the whole time, you always get caught out. What was the one as well? This is slightly different, but there was the guy who was being interviewed, wasn't there, on the news, and his kid came in oh, in, in the, the walker. walker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so oh, funny yeah, as well. I remember that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so there's some funny stories from the... Uh, yeah. The lockdown this, days. This, the lockdown days and uh, CVP. C yeah, because it was a completely new world for us when we were in lockdown. Yeah. What's CVP? A uh, uh, cloud video platform, which oh, is right. the forum the court used to do remote hearings. So um, it's uh, yeah, it, it was a it kind of brought the legal world into mm. um, uh, the real Technology. world, as it were, the world yeah. of technology uh, because we had to do it yeah because even now we are very much paper people a lot of the time particularly the older yeah. lawyers are it's kind of a comfort blanket mm. having your paper there that you can thumb through your file because everything now tends to be electronic but the court systems were very antiquated and now you're into hyperlinking of your court bundles and documents like portals <laughs> All this kind of thing that would have never happened. Mm. We're if paper we'd people. Not had to do it. Yeah, yeah we're we're, we're so. like that. We love a bit of pen and paper, don't yeah. we? Our diaries are paper. Like when we're in the studio, we have we pen and paper. Down. Write things down. Yeah. So we're with you on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. going back to the courtroom, um, getting like g'd up to go in. Do any of yeah. you have like a song that you listen to before you go in to get you g'd up? 
No. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I would have thought you would. And I thought you were like, right, on goes uh, Rocky or whatever no, it is. I was just going to say, if you said to me, what would you put on? It'd yeah. be Eye of the Tiger. Yeah, yes. okay. Rachel's would be Foulet <laughs> Vous. <laughs> what would it be? Ooh. No, so so my karaoke speciality is um, Super Trooper, Abba. Oh, that's a yeah. great one. But I would be worried if I had, had that in my head when I was in front of a judge, I might start <laughs> singing it accidentally. <laughs> so <laughs> try not to. I love it. Uh, what would yours be? What do you think? Um, <laughs> I don't actually know. I've not thought about it. I've not been in court enough to know yet. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah you'll spend a bit out, more time. Yeah, yeah, and then you'll be thinking, right, so I need to hear a bit of Beyonce or a bit yes. of this before I go in. Yeah, yeah. Beyonce would be a good shout. Wouldn't it? See, I would think I would have to do it. Like like you were saying about dressing for the part, I, if I'm going into like a meeting or so I have to have a bit of like music on to get yeah. me in the mood. What would, <laughs> what would you guys, what would you guys have? There's got to be one. There's got to be one you're thinking of. I'm not divulging my musical taste. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. You can probably hear it at five o'clock when I'm driving away. It's, uh, it's but yeah. Cheeky girl. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the cheeky girl, but it's country <laughs> FM or classic country. Okay, no, we're up for that, aren't we? Interesting, yeah. yeah. yeah interesting. Now, uh, no. I thought you were going to put yours on then. No, I'm I not that prepared. I'm afraid now. Going through no. your Spotify then. <laughs> no, I think. Well, yeah. No, it's got to be something, you know, like a bit of Shania Twain, Let's Go Girls, something like that. <laughs> Let's Go Girls. Oh, <laughs> completely joking. That, no, you know he's not you joking, guys, is he? I've just had an idea. You guys should have your own Spotify playlist. <gasps> a lawyer so playlist. We've got some ABBA, we've got some Beyonce, we've got some Eye of the Tiger, yeah. Shania Twain, country. country. Okay, so I've got another question, another silly question. We'll keep them coming. Um... Give us, it's not like an icebreaker, but I want to know, like, what else are you into? So do you have a hobby? Yeah, away from work, let's, away from the courtroom. This could be another few episodes. I, I'm afraid oh. I've got absolutely loads of hobbies. Oh, give <laughs> us um, your best right. one, Nat. Give us your best one. I mean, I, I gym all the time. I think probably my most interesting one will be climbing. I, I go to the, we're near the Peaks, Peak District here, so I go bowling outdoors and stuff. And do stuff you like have that. a mattress you carry I do. On your I'm back. one of those weirdos you see out in the peaks, yeah, with those big mattresses on my back, yeah. Did you Kerber Edge? I do Kerber yeah. Edge, Burbage, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We were with a climber the other night who was talking about a similar thing, Same wasn't he? Yeah. Maybe yeah. you know him. Well, we were doing wine tasting with him. He's like a wine connoisseur, really random. So wine tasting, and then he went off climbing. Oh, I, I wouldn't recommend that. Yeah, no, I know. But he, he was spitting, Indoor. not drinking it. Yeah, so he was soberish, yeah. <laughs> wasn't he? Okay, so you're into a bit of climbing. Yeah, climbing, golf. Golf. That's all sports, rugby, so you are, gym, stuff like that. Yeah. You're an outdoorsy, sporty kind yeah, of Yeah, well, I mean, in the job, we do a lot of like networking and stuff like that. I mean, the last, last week, I did chats with 10K. Uh, the running well and the oh, week before play. that I was at a golf day in Chatsworth again actually um, oh. a big networking event over there so yeah great alright so you're the sporty one okay let's move on hobbies here we go don't know if it's necessarily interesting but I would <laughs> say at the moment um, focus quite a lot on the garden trying to get vegetable oh, fruit Laura loves her garden um, yeah you're talking my language do you, you said you grow fruit in your garden. So we've got um, pear tree, an apple tree, uh, black currants, uh, blueberries, strawberries. Oh, self-sufficient. Um, not quite. We <laughs> eat it a bit too quickly. Um, <laughs> You've got a little uh, little allotment going on there. Yeah. Uh, it's all just in the garden, but uh, yeah, we've got fruit section and then vegetable section. So we've got carrots, uh, 
green beans, onions, garlic, etc. Can mm, I, nice. uh, you know what I'm going to say? I would recommend chickens. I've got three. They're great. My partner's trying to convince me to get chickens. Get I'm, chickens. I'm avoiding them at the moment. I, I agree <laughs> with your partner. Get chickens. They're great. They're good company as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you've had a hard day, you've been in court, you're like, oh, you could go down and sit with your chickens. Are they noisy? Them. Um, they can be occasionally noisy, but only if they hear your voice and they want to see you. Mine, <laughs> mine call out to me. I love my chickens. Uh, I would highly recommend chickens. And then you'll get eggs. There you go. That's the me. next phase of the of the garden. Let's move on. <laughs> Sarah. Oh, right. I, I feel like Come Sarah's going to have some hobbies similar to us. <laughs> <laughs> Namely, <laughs> drinking. <laughs> Apart from socialising yes. and uh, the the usual kind of things of wine tasting with Whispering Angel and any other So I love how you're champagne. calling it wine tasting, by the way. Tasting, yeah, <laughs> any, any, anything like that. Yeah, yeah. They're my favourite things. But on the flip side, I'm also into fitness. Good. And this year did my first boot camp. Ooh. Much to everyone's horror here. After week five, people started avoiding me <laughs> because I got a bit obsessed with macros. Right, yes. Yeah, okay. So because of the program. Pro yeah. Um, so, yes, by week five, people were dodging me on the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because you were so, running up and down them? No, that's because I was talking about macros. <laughs> non wanted to run away and avoid me. And they're all now sort of in in the next stage of horror because I'm about to start the next boot camp wow. on no. the 9th of October. But I do find it's a real good stress reliever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well. exercise is, isn't exercise it? Exercise is, but it's the <laughs> yeah. then wine. It's the, it's the discipline, though, of going at the start of the day for me because as the day unfolds your energies obviously start to mm. get less what time and do you go in the morning any time from 6 a.m i tend to do seven uh, but i uh, this morning i did 605 spin oh wow. go on go on sarah um, which i would have never thought 18 months ago two years ago i would have had the discipline to do it oh, that's amazing but i actually feel what i get from it more than the kind of you know i'm not I'm, I'm not intending to get to the point where I feel like I look like an athlete yeah. or anything, or I've got that kind <laughs> of stamina. It's more about um, the psychological benefits yes. of doing it and managing work and everything else. Yeah. Really. It's yeah. just a really positive way of uh, of of living yeah it's i think a lot of people balance. yeah think that yeah. since covid especially i think a lot of people say yeah. that don't they yeah, yeah. okay so wine yeah. and exercise perfect Brilliant. let's move on right so I, i'm similar gym five six times a week i've got a private personal trainer right predominantly for managing emotional health really well that's what i initially did it for i've got a little bit obsessed with it i've got to say so i don't like it if i miss my routine um, walking quite a lot. Me and my husband on a weekend, 14, 16 miles, will just go for a walk, disappear, leave the teenage kids for five, six hours <laughs> at a time. It's quite nice. Go and have a cake en route. Oh, you've got um, to have a cake en route, haven't you? But again, that came about through COVID, just walking around a lot. And because we used to drive everywhere and even the local streets, I didn't know many of them until we started yeah. walking around. So, so yeah, that's 
mainly fitness. I've got two teenage children, so I'm running them around a lot as well. I'm mom's taxi. (laughs) But my daughter's got a test at the end of November, so I'm waiting for payback. (laughs) Yes. That's where you're at now, isn't it? Two teenage daughters, yes. Well, we we went out for a few drinks, didn't we? And Laura's oldest teenage daughter picked Picked us us up up. and dropped us home. Yeah, it has its benefits when they can drive. We were like, this is great. Yeah, for sure. What are your hobbies? So I've like just recently moved back here, so I've kind of had to put stuff on hold. Um, but I have a dog who uh, I like to go and see. She's at my parents' house, so I go there quite a bit. Um, before that, I would like go to the gym and have a personal trainer. But again, I've had to stop that because it was back in Macclesfield, so I can't really commute yeah. to and from on a daily basis, which I was doing, but <laughs> it's a bit too much. Yeah. So for the time being, I'm kind of just doing like my little flat stuff and decorating my flat, kind of getting stuff in that I want and things like that. Yeah. So of that really you're at, like the start of your kind of well you're at the start of everything aren't you it's like a yeah. new a new start new routine yeah it's exciting yeah. nothing like doing up your first little place yeah. as well is there like you said like getting in what you want putting it where you want to put it that's yeah. amazing did you have chickens because i saw yeah we've got chickens at my parents house do you love your chickens uh they're Ch- my mum's <laughs> <laughs> so, no. well we've had three lots so um originally in lockdown i persuaded my mum to get us some like ex-battery hens so we did that we kept them alive as for as long as we could, and then obviously like they did eventually die because they yeah. do with the um, you know being expatry hens, uh, and then we end up getting some rare breed ones. They then got eaten by A foxes. Fox. Yep, all of them. Uh, no, so no. the ones that we have now, we've told my mom, well, you have to keep them in the chicken coop. Do not <laughs> let them out. And she's like, oh, but I want to. And I'm like, no, <laughs> they're going like to get eaten This again. is you, isn't Literally it? Me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are really sweet. Like when I, because my parents went away last week. So I was like going home and like feeding them and everything. And they'd all just come running down, like yes. clucking at me. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> so See, this is what you could have amongst your carrots and blackberries. <laughs> he doesn't look convinced, does he? He's actually shaking his head as we speak. <laughs> oh, guys, it's been really nice to kind of like get to know you a bit better and I feel like our listeners will enjoy knowing what you do in your spare time rather than just what you do at work and in the courtroom yeah and it's nice to hear about what yeah what, what you do to keep fit and obviously you're all you are all very fit I mean and like I said earlier they're normal people yes. <laughs> I felt like I really offended you like, just be like normal people yeah. well, you are normal people <laughs> oh guys it's been lovely thank you so much for having us in here today Even though we're in a boardroom, now we are quite known for not liking a boardroom. We're very not corporate. We get a bit intimidated with a big table and lots of people looking at us. Yes. But it's been all right today, isn't it? Yeah. Guys, have a nice weekend. Thank you. You're welcome. So this is obviously last episode of season 12. We've got some exciting stuff coming up, haven't we, next season. So next season starts on Monday. We're not having a break. No. We're at East Midlands Airport next week. That's all we'll say. We're at the airport and it's going to be fun. (laughs) Yes. Also, we did something this week, which we're going to reveal on the pod next week, which is really exciting as well. But yeah, bring on season 13. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.